Hello, and welcome to Stealing the Remote. My name is Eli, and with me, as always, is the woman who goes, Oh, yeah, that film we watched last week, My Mother. Hi, here I am. And today we're uh, continuing on our adventure uh, in the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, with uh, The Incredible Hulk and Iron Man 2. I decided to do another double feature because, well, that speeds the process up a little, right? So, let's just start off with The Incredible Hulk, which is the most recent one we watched, even though it's it's older, but whatever. You you wanted to see Iron Man first. It's it's Robert Downey. I get it. Now we we have seen uh Hulk without the incredible part, uh which is five years older. We've we've watched that before, like rented a DVD or something, just it, it came into our possession. We borrowed it, I think. Yeah, yeah, we might have borrowed that and and we watched that together with the three of us. And Long time ago. Yeah, I I don't remember a lot of it myself. So I was wondering what what you remember and how it compared to the experience of watching this one, how different it was from your expectations or Well, first of all, I must tell you that I of course saw the Hulk as a television show long time ago, back in the 1900s, I guess, where um the Hulk was played by Lou Ferrigno. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, I quite liked the show. I mean, I didn't watch it every week, but it was amusing. And the film we saw years ago was, um, as I remember it, um, a bit scarier and another Hulk, of course. Mm. That's, that's a theme. <laughs> yes. Throughout. But, um, well, I, I quite liked it, I guess, but, um, I, th- I thought it a bit scary because you were, and your brother were much younger by then. Mm-hmm. And this one, what I didn't like at all was that a Hulk was some kind of creepy monster instead of a bodybuilder. I mean, it wasn't human anymore. It was too much, um, animation for me, too much. Uh, what's it called? CGI. CGI. Yeah. But that was in, in the 2003 film as well. Was it? Yeah. Well, I didn't notice. Definitely. We had, we had Should a much, I pull up a some, much, some images? No, but I think we, our, our television by that time wasn't that good. Or maybe yeah, we watched I, it on the, on it might the not computer have been screen could also be one of the, the two case. not in high definition, at least no. regardless. That's, so that's this sure. Hulk I found well, not so believable. It was so clearly um, an animation, and it it had nothing human in it anymore. Whereas the the Hulk, as I know it, is like I said, it's a bodybuilder. It's it's a monster, but and and it wasn't. Um, this this Hulk is is monstrous, monstrous, monstrous. <laughs> And, um, well, on the other hand, Edward Norton I like. And I was surprised to see that Liv Tyler was also in this film. And I must admit, I slept throughout at least 20 minutes. So it wasn't so yeah, the, amusing as it should have been because. Yeah, the, 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 first and I didn't act. ask you to, to play it back and, and see it again because I could follow. I mean, 
Yeah, you yeah. sort of drop back in when you had rested. Let's yes. put it that way. It, it had been a long day. It wasn't wasn't just the movie's and fault. You forced me to watch it on a, after a working day. I think so. Well, we have to make time at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but after if I if I make you after watch and a living also, you know, I'm well and get aware. some rest. Uh, sometimes in between, so yeah. I do that. <laughs> yeah, but if we watch movies on <laughs> the weekends, we can't movie. record the podcast. So it's 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 really yeah, it's it's a uh, bit of both. Well, and I'm I'm suffering from an upcoming cold now, so my head is not so um, as it should be. To tell you just the truth, I I remember very little from this film. <laughs> it was. Um, well, not very impressive, let's say that. Yeah, it's it's not regarded as one of the best outings in the universe. It's it's one of the lesser ones. Essentially it came out the, the it came out the same year as Iron Man. Mm-hmm. So two thousand and eight. And this was clearly the, the lackluster one and Iron Man was hailed as a great thing and this was just eh. I and can relate to that, yes. Yeah. It's yes, and not not only because of Rob Downey, but as a whole, um, Iron Man is, is much more amusing and much more fun to watch. Yeah, I think that's that's a large part of it because it is a a, a bit of a grittier, darker style, also in the visuals, uh, but just in the tone in general. It's it's not as as uh, Technicolor. Let's punch some shit, and it's fun. It's the the Hulk itself is even a lot darker green mm. than he was in the two thousand and three film, so there's there is that yeah I, I I I get that and at the same time that's also what I sort of appreciate about it the the sort of grounding it in a bit more realism which was was trying to go the the Christopher Nolan route probably and the after Batman Begins which we'll get to uh, but that's it it didn't quite work, but it's a nice effort. I still appreciate because what what to you are his powers? Like, what do you know about Hulk in general from the show? Even which I don't know. As I recall, the Hulk was was a good monster. He saved people, and he um, and this Hulk is much more evil. I think he's not to be trusted. At least Edward Norton doesn't trust himself as the Hulk, and um, and I think the the original Hulk was was um, a much more positive character, I'd say. Okay, yeah, I I don't but know the show, but it's been a long time, I must say. Exactly. Well, I mean, as as far as his origin, he I mean he is a good guy, but he he gets angry and he turns huge and green and he loses himself and he has no control so in that sense i i wouldn't necessarily say evil as much as just chaotic neutral uh, but he's not saving the world no not in this one nope no he, he has tremendous strength but in this one it's still sort of the origin struggle of having the world turn against you because of that power and what you can do and having to fend off those those Forces that are arguably more evil in the form of the military. Yeah, they were bad. Yeah. Bad, yeah. bad people. 
especially uh, William Hurd. Oh yeah, who was um, not a nice father either. No, no, and I, I like how they sort of touched on that. It was a, an interesting relationship to to. It was fleshed out. Yeah, I'd say so. And then they created this second monster, or or the one who wants to be a Hulk also. Yep. Um, Which is Tim, Tim Roth. Roth. God, I love him. Ah, <laughs> oh, he wasn't that nice, no. No, but as an actor, not not as. Okay. Do I know him from anything else? Uh, some Tarantino films. A show I didn't make you watch. Um, a bunch of things. You can you can look that up yourself. <laughs> okay. Well, he wasn't familiar to me, and as Emil Blonsky was. Very much not likable. No, no, he wasn't supposed to be. But he, he, he was, uh, he was still. And is there another film where he is this uh, second Hulk, being uh, with his creepy uh, uh, backbones? Uh, Abomination doesn't return. Up well, that's so a pity. far. That's a pity. Yeah. So so far, I I remember reading there were plans for it for another film that they just cut out. I think it was an Age of Ultron originally, but well, that's that's like ten movies further, and it it didn't happen. He was just cut out of the script because it would have been too messy and too much stuff going on. But that's. That's all they did with him. Yeah, he was a one-off villain, and that's sort of the thing with Marvel, usually, that either they don't return or they can't return because they killed him off. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what happened in Iron Man, you know. The, he's not coming back. Like, so, um, I mean, Iron Man is, but the villain t- uh, usually doesn't. Tim Roth for, for Abomination was actually the uh, director's pick uh, Louis Leterrier, uh, I'm guessing. That's how you pronounce it. Uh, Leterrier, if we're gonna be English about it. So I, I was glad with that one. He also wanted to, a- uh, cast someone else for Hulk, mm-hmm. namely, uh, Mark Ruffalo, but the studio insisted, no, you should go with Edward Norton. Well, he was a good cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I love him as an actor. Uh, he, he, Looks quite a bit different from like the head of the Hulk, so it's it's kind of weird seeing that. But he has a, a much uh, like, like narrower facial structure, so it, it it always looks a bit bit off compared to later on. But no, the, yes, the, but the contrast is is great because Edward Norton is is a really a likable soft guy, and then. The, the difference yeah. between him and, and the monster that grows out of him is, is much bigger and it works maybe better than when it would have been um, a guy like Tim Roth who is also, um, as a human, um, much more um, wild. and. Um, oh, no, definitely. There has to be that, that contrast I mean, of just a bit of I mean, you believe that Tim Roth can be the... the Abomination, Abomination, yeah. Abomination, because he's already halfway there, you know. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's a different character entirely, like his 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 personality. So it's, uh, I I you haven't seen Mark Ruffalo play the role yet because that's the funny thing. The original casting, like uh, who the director wanted, that the studio said no to, ended up replacing him because Edward Norton never returned and okay. had a falling out with the studio or something, or that was that was. Uh, 
That might have been Rhodes. Anyway, I'm, I'm not sure. He just I he didn't return. Yeah, so this ah, is his one and only... Uh, poor Liv Tyler. She loved him so much. Yeah. And then he doesn't come back. Yeah. She she doesn't either, I don't think. Oh. They just sort of <laughs> skim over her and, and we never hear from her again. Um, but yeah, that's that's also has to do with there not being another solo Hulk film. Uh, because the rights are tied up with Universal, I believe. So every solo film has to be distributed by them. And Marvel Studios, understandably, is now a multi-billion dollar company owned by Disney that just wants to do their own movies. So they ended up like putting Hulk with other heroes. And in team-up films, it's not a solo Hulk film. They don't have to work with Universal, and everything is fine. So that's okay. that's how they solved that. That's a trick. Yeah. Yeah. But it was it was fun for me to to read that, and I I'm guessing the studio also thought Edward Norton would be a a great pick. Because of Fight Club, which already has a sort of split personality thing going on, which also works well with Hulk. But yeah, the, you, you, you're right in that the contrast has to be there. There's a, a bit of a meek scientist who on the inside has all this anger and that's keeping that all on the inside. And that's why he gets to Hulk. Well, he also gets the Hulk because he does an experiment with gamma radiation and that's that's all you needed for a superhero origin back in the whenever Stanley okay. and Jack Kirby did that. So <laughs> that was just gamma radiation. That that sounds scientific. So I'm guessing it can do make you a huge green monster. It's not quite what happens in real life, but sure, we'll go with it. Yeah, but what what was missing in this film? I mean, everything was about uh, how the army was um, fighting the Hulk. Instead yeah. of the Hulk fighting um, uh, the the dishonesty of the world, I mean, it's it's not how it. Yeah. Yeah, but the military does represent that that dishonesty, if you will. I mean, the the eventual villain in in the form of uh, Abomination is a creation of the military, of that hypocrisy, of that wanting to go after Hulk and replicate that experiment and and create this super soldier. Which we'll get back to. Yeah, but I mean, it's a totally different theme than um, was in in the original Hulk stories. I think. Oh, probably. I I haven't seen the old show, so I can't really know what what I don't know what those those stories were about. What he did, or but I mean, well, Lou Ferrigno was in it. You you sort of. Yeah, you pointed that. that out, but I didn't recognize him. Yeah, well, he he was there for no real reason and was had huge arms, so you could have recognized him purely based on that. Okay, but it was it was funny. Well, I didn't. I'm sorry. It's fine. You, <laughs> I can't blame you. He got old too, but <laughs> what do you mean too? Who's getting old too? Nothing, you're still young. Um, <laughs> good, good. Yes, I am. Uh, My birthday's And he's not up. green. I mean, that's that's mostly... Yeah, that makes it makes it a lot harder. Green, yeah. yeah. IMDb says he also did the voice for the Hulk, which is, is, is a fun nod. Like, if that's that's what he did even in this, this movie, that's, that's did nice. Did he speak? Well, probably mostly the yelling and the... <laughs> the, the three... three Word sentences, maybe. Like, he speaks a little, but not a lot. Abomination does a lot of talking for some mm-hmm. reason, but 
Oh well. Yeah, he's the real villain. Yeah, villains have to talk. That's that's how it works. Yeah. Uh-huh. But getting back to the the super soldier program, that's some that's a pretty big plot point that will return later in in other films because that's all that's that's an ongoing thing in the universe where they try to create these these super soldiers, mm-hmm. those those enhanced people who can do more than than an ordinary human being would be able to, and they have some things about fighter rays and and, and little Easter eggs in the text when they they go into the the storage and and pick up whatever they inject into abomination. Uh, so we'll we'll you'll see more of that because it's all trying to replicate an earlier experiment that worked and nothing after it worked again. Mm-hmm. So they they keep going back to try and do that over but there's only one existing super soldier in the world really which is one of the avengers which is the next movie we'll, we'll watch in this uh, series and there was of course the the robert downey jr sort of credit scene it's it's just at the end of the movie you didn't yeah. even have to sit through credits so, yeah he's building a team yeah that's that's like the Avengers initiative in at the end of, of uh, Iron Man 1. And that just sort of continues throughout this. And then we, of course, get into Iron Man 2, where we hear more about the Avengers and S.H.I.E.L.D. and everything that was in that movie. So how much do you remember of that one? Because <laughs> it's been more than a week by now because we, we couldn't record. <laughs> okay, Iron Man 2. Oh, that was this um, second Iron Man. He made a he made the same costume. Oh, it was a Mickey Rocky. Yeah, yeah. That's where the movie started. Oh, yeah. Mickey Rocky! I couldn't believe my eyes. Once there was a time I fell in love with him in nine and a half weeks, but that's a long time ago. Yeah. Oh my a god! A lot happened to his dreadful, face since dreadful. then. Yeah, yeah, he started boxing again, and he started going to the plastic surgeons, and oh, well. But um, he was casted perfectly for the villain of Russian origin. He he did a nice job, yes. Mm. And um, I don't know why, but this film just is amusing. I'm, I mean, the first Iron Man I liked also, and this is again you you can, yeah, I I, I like it. Yeah, I it's, mean, it's a ton of fun. It's not as good as the first one, but it's still really entertaining. Yeah, and and as always, they could have cut out half half of the of the action, but as well, I understand people like action movies, so they cannot cut out the action. Yeah, otherwise there's a lot of. Well, to me, it stays quite boring. You know, it's 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 nice to see him the first time with this. Um, this Mickey Rocky Vanko uh, character um, with his um, fireball things from his arms yes. was nice. And it was a nice uh, gimmick that um, Robert Downey tells him, well, you should um, do it better because this is not, uh, you can do better. And then later on in the film, he does better. Yeah. That's that's nice. Should have seen that one coming, but... Yeah, but it was nice how, how they did it. And... Um, well, Gwyneth Paltrow still cannot walk on high heels. Oh, oh, you have to <laughs> leave some room for me to interject. Um, cause, um, 
But Scarlett I, Johansson was lovely as always, and we'll, she can we'll, walk on high heels. We'll get to them. She's we'll a real g- woman. Can I can I say something about okay. Mickey Rourke? Jesus, uh, oh, Mickey Rourke. Okay, yeah. Um, no, because part of why he, he looked terrible was, of course, the gold teeth that apparently he he paid for out of pocket. He he sort of had his own touches to the character. Like mm-hmm. I want him to look like this, and I he did research on all the the prison tattoos from real Russian prisoners and mm-hmm. stuff like that and and the bird was also his idea <laughs> so mm-hmm. he paid for the bird too <laughs> it was uh some some of the the trivia is really fun just to go through after watching the movie he is uh his, his character the the villain is called whiplash because of the whips the electric whips oh yeah okay uh so just so you know that because i'll probably be saying whiplash and you <laughs> And I don't want you to be like, oh, who are you talking about? Mm-hmm. We also have the the part before he goes to Monaco. He gets the papers, the the plane tickets. You see him uh, get them in the in the shadowy alley of uh, where he gets from some shady figure the the what you need to to get to Monaco. And apparently, that those were supposed to be uh, tickets he got from the Ten Rings, which is the terrorist organization in the first movie. So okay. that's that's connected in that way, and the Ten Rings are uh, a group led by the Mandarin, which is one of Iron Man's main villains, the 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 biggest one that they decided not to portray in the first two films. But we'll get to him later on. So uh, that's that's what I wanted to say about those. But Scarlett Johansson can walk in heels. Yes, let's let's yes. move on to her because her role is finally. This is the first time she appears, but she is uh, a mainstay. She, like her, her character sticks around. No, oh, that's good because she's good. Oh yes, and she's believable, and she's very, very sexy. Um, she's a real woman, you know. In every film I've seen her, mm-hmm. she's always a bit crazy. I never see her play anything quite normal. I must say, she's always yeah. eating humans or what. Well, some, something interesting. Yeah, she she knows how to pick her roles. That's yes, that's fair. She does. She does. Mm. And she was um yeah, she was an interesting character. Yeah, apparently she dyed her hair before she got the role, which just just out of pure confidence like I want this really badly. Here is me with red hair and just so you can see it already. Mhm. <laughs> so that's that's that was a bold move. Well, it suits her. Yeah, oh, definitely. It looks really good on her. So, by all means, this is one of the, the best castings in, in, just in general, all the characters have stuck around so well that it's hard to think of them as anyone else. Mm-hmm. For me, at least. But, in general, the casting is really well done in the, in the Marvel Universe. They know how to found, find some people that really fit well. For the, the main characters, mm-hmm. at least. Uh, and she's in it because S.H.I.E.L.D. is in it a lot, and they have to sort of set up the rest of the universe, like, hey, here's S.H.I.E.L.D. again, and here's Clark Gregg as Agent Coulson again, uh, mm-hmm. who's in, in a lot of stuff. So it's, it's setting up that a lot, and we get more of the character I, uh, had to explain who it was, <laughs> uh, in the, the post-credit scene of Iron Man 1. Oh, yeah, Samuel Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, Nick Fury, uh, the director of S.H.I.E.L.D., is, is now in it and mm-hmm. actually has mm-hmm. more lines mm-hmm. and stuff. So, uh, what do you think of him? Well, 
Um, now that you got to meet his character, I guess, and and she. Well, sorry, but he didn't make a big impression. And what scene was he in? I I, I just remember one, you recall he, one scene where he was talking to Robert Downey, I think. Yeah, that's that's what he does, and and. You might have slept through some of the wrong parts again, but I didn't sleep. Did I sleep? No. Iron Man Two was the one I had to like pause because you kept falling asleep, and oh, we yeah. watched it again the <laughs> next day. I remember now. So that might have been right around there, but well, maybe I wasn't very I, after, inspired after Iron Man. As I'm not today, I'm not very inspired. I feel it. I'm sorry. I, I'm not as funny as I'm normally am. <laughs> <laughs> such a shame <laughs> okay at least you don't sound entirely sick yet I, no, i'll have but, to cut um, out some coughs but that's it but yeah you are you are so um um enthusiastic about samuel jackson and i'm sorry it doesn't make oh, any impression this isn't, on me no this isn't necessarily his his greatest role or anything but it'll, it'll grow on you okay but i enjoyed mickey rocking and his bird Oh yes, and he's building his uh, his suit, and it was nice to see um um um, um, um Rhodey being yeah. in being in the uh, extra uh, Iron Man uh, suit and um, being Iron Man also, and it was funny. It was yeah. a good idea, and it was funny how they worked it out. Yeah, and, it made um, sense in well, the story, and, the, I, and and this is how he became War Machine, which is his his character name. Then I'm just filling you in on the comic stuff that you don't know. Okay, well, you were talking about this um, this perfect soldiers, and in Iron Man, it, it's it's the same with the with the yeah, what the way they called these uh, these uh, Iron Mans without head because they were robots. They had drones, fun, I think, yeah. Yeah, they, they made a funny joke about the drones. Oh, I clearly did not remember and the funny joke. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> but you had to laugh. It's very funny. The drone. The drone. I don't know. Um, maybe it'll come to us. I, I don't remember. Otherwise, we'll just sit here and not know it. Yeah. But I said to you, they don't have a hat. And then you said, they are drones. They don't need a hat. I said, okay. Yeah. But you don't have funny. a pilot in a drone. That's yes, kind of the point. Yes, but, so. but they look funny. Yeah. They have two small, two narrow hats. Yeah, they were funny-looking hats. That's that's fair. But good soldiers. I mean, if, if they let wars be fought by drones, then uh, there would no humans die. That yeah, except for like all the civilian casualties, like you'll still have drones you bombing can... innocent places. Like no, the drones can fight uh, in this. They were in this uh, valley where there were the two of them, um, Rhodey and uh, and Tony Stark, fighting the drones. There were no humans there. No, 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 no. I mean, a, I mean, in you general, can, you can put them on a on a football said... football play field and say, okay, you go ahead. Yeah, you could also just play football, and the winner gets the land of the other country. Like that's this. I'm not. I'm not seeing it as how wars will be fought. 
I'm guessing you know? there'll be no. Oh. I, I think there'll be a lot of dead people still before we get to the point where we can have drones fighting drones without anyone getting in the cro- god in crossfire. Okay. Uh, but Camille Sun and, uh, and Trump remind me of the drones a bit. They have funny looking heads too. No heads. They are well, empty heads. Empty sure. heads. Yeah. You could fit a pilot in there. <laughs> Okay, yeah. No, but, uh, be a good idea. What do you, th- what did you think of the new actor? Cause I, I prepared you, but Rhodey was another Rhodey. Yeah, uh, I didn't recall. <laughs> I can't recall. Well, <laughs> <coughs> you said to me it's another actor, and I said, oh. Yeah, yeah. And it they, didn't bother me. It, it shouldn't, uh, no. but. Immediately it's, it's, I thought, it's okay, clearly a that's Rhodey again. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't have the features in my head that much. I mean, it's not wrong. Yeah. They, they even opened with a sort of line, like, I'm here, get over it. That's sort of poking fun at the fact oh. that it's it's another guy, but well, it works Well, as I in told you, I'm used to it. In Dallas, there was also uh, a whole season that was a different... Um, um, what's his name? No, anyway... And the guy was dead, and then he came back. I mean, we used to that. Yeah. No, I mean, People can change without plastic surgery. Suddenly, they have a totally different face, but he's still Mm roadie. He did a good job. Yeah, 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 definitely. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) No, but uh, there were some Easter eggs in this one as well, because uh, when Iron Man is, uh, like, overthrowing his entire basement and making those huge pipelines yeah. to create this new element, uh-huh. that scene. Uh-huh. Uh, I remember. Yeah. yeah, do you remember what uh, what uh, Agent Coulson gives him and he puts underneath the pipeline to get it all straight, uh, to keep it level? It was round and metal. It's a really tiny joke, but it's it's Captain America's shield. So when we watch Captain America, you'll be like, "Oh, yeah." How I should I know? I mean, I don't. You couldn't know have known yet, but America people is. exactly. But but it's if you go back and you see it again, you know it already. Or if you were a comic fan to begin with, you would have known it when it came out, and in you saw it in the film. But okay, that's but that's how those. I, things I remember work. he put it under under the pipes. Yeah, now yeah. that that was sort of a deconstructed uh, shield. And the movie also ended with another post-credit scene of the hammer, yeah. which you also have no clue. But that no. belongs to another character that is also in the Avengers, and that sets up like the the start of the. Why that did they make all these all these um, clues for normal people not to understand? I mean, only the, the comic freaks can understand it. Well, they can immediately understand it, but. It's it's sort of a tease. Even if you don't know who the character is, when the next movie comes out, you'll get it. Okay. It's all there to sort of keep it interwoven and, and connect all the, the films. And at the same time, it's sort of a commercial at the end of the, the, the movie to like, oh, you want more of this? There's more coming. Okay. But you're, you're right that if you don't know, you'll be one of the many, many people who go online afterwards and be like... Uh, what the hell was that at mm-hmm. the end? And there are always like five articles the minute the movie comes out about, hey, that's a reference to this character that we might be seeing in this movie. Because that's how it works now. I'm not sure how it was in 2010, but... That's how it is now with the that's comic how it freaks. Works. 
Yeah. Okay. For for all the ca- more casual fans who never read a comic book in their life but are fans of the comic book movies, that's ideal. That's just how you get along. And maybe at some point they'll think like, oh, let me read that comic book just to know something about the character because I liked him so much in the movie. And then you're some disappointed because no, hopefully the books, not. They are not as funny. Oh. No, I, I hope not. I, I haven't read a lot of Marvel, so I couldn't tell you if they're more or less funny. But hopefully, you wouldn't be disappointed because mm-hmm. that's not really the business model. Okay. Because normally you should first read the book and then see. No. Yeah, but they're not the straight up adaptations. It's okay. like there's a lot of comic stories, but it's not like they're. Usually not the same exact storyline put on film. They're usually just something taking a little inspiration from here and from that storyline mm-hmm, and from that mm-hmm. and creating something new. So still going to the movie as a fan, it's not an entirely, it's not a, it's still a new story. You're still going to be surprised when you're supposed to be surprised because you don't know all the twists mm-hmm. or what's about mm-hmm. to happen. It's just loosely based on things and reworked in in new and exciting ways okay but uh yeah this this was sort of a lull in the in the universe this is the still still very much the the start and you don't you don't even know all the characters yet so this these aren't the best movies but they're still fun so i i hope you sort of enjoyed them enough to continue on to better things iron man i i enjoyed really i did oh well thankfully (laughs) Yeah, uh, I'm we have... probably more of a Marvel person. I'm, I'm more of the... Well, in that case, it's time we do some DC next time. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll, I'll try and pick something good. Do that. But um, should we uh, continue on to our segment where we talk about movies that Yeah, we... let's do that. Actually because remember. this is not so... I'm sorry, listeners. The three of you who are still there. <laughs> this isn't a very good... Um, well, I say that every week. But this time, I guess... This time you're really low energy. Yeah, yeah I am. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Hey, you're getting sick. It's fine. What did, did we say? Without did being forced. But we were, we were uh, at the movies and we saw it. By Stephen King. I mean, not by Stephen King. Written by... Uh, Stephen King made by I don't know. I forgot his name. <laughs> I, I don't quite know. <laughs> but it was fun. I mean, it was supposed to be a horror movie. But I laughed. And um, it was fun. Yeah. It wasn't horror at all. It was a bit stupid. <laughs> I mean, I laughed. I had to laugh a lot. Yeah, no, uh, there was, was a lot exciting. of humor in it. It was exciting. There was some... some, some um, Ten scenes. Ten scenes, but not like, oh, I'm so scared, or oh, this is so gross. Yeah, no, but gross-out horror, I mean, gory stuff and a lot of blood, that's not what I call good horror, that's just gross. Okay. That's a different subgenre, I guess. It wasn't Carrie or Friday the 13th or The Shining, not so much suspense. I mean, in the first scene, you know already there's a clown. In the, in the, in the... Sewers. The what? Sewers. S-E-W-E-R-S. Sewers, okay. Yes, there's a clown in there. Yeah. And today on Facebook I saw a big crocodile coming out of the sewers and saying, 
the clown is gone. That was funny. Yeah, memes are nice. Yeah. So yeah, I did, I, it was a lot of fun. Yes, I I yeah. enjoyed myself. I, I had to go a second time to, to take you along with me, which was worth it. I, no, I no, enjoyed no. I it. I mean, you didn't want to wait for me. You you middle you wanted to go without me, and that's why you had to go a second time to be with me because I needed someone to hold my hand. I thought. But yeah, but also was... you you didn't want to go with me the night that. I wanted to go like the first night. You were just like, "Nah, I don't feel like it." Yeah, it was. It wasn't. It's a... my right to not feel like it. What's this? Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't like you couldn't go, and I didn't want to wait for you. It's like let's go, and you were like, "No, I'm too tired." Yeah, like I always am. Exactly. <laughs> and then you would have woken up during the movie. <laughs> And now I saw every piece of it. I didn't sleep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is like because the top I choose four the night movies. I was up to it. Yes, and it was very good to have you beneath beside me because uh, beneath, beneath me. me. <laughs> Thanks. You wish like that's just how you oh, visualize Freud, Freud, this relationship. <laughs> that was Freudian. Oh, Lord. It's just because my English isn't that good. You were beside me, and it was good because you explained. Yeah, this is how the how the clown looked in the other movies, and this is what was happening in the old movie. And well, it was an enlightening, enlightening, enlightening. Yeah. Okay. It might be. And the little boy in the yellow coat. He was so nice when he goes down to the clown. Yeah. Well, a bit Georgie. gross. The, the 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 teeth were a bit gross in that scene. Yeah, I, as I re- recall, because I've read like part of the novel, but not all of it. I I remember him just ripping off the arm out of the socket and not biting it off. But that okay. probably doesn't translate as well into a jump scare, I guess. But as always, I I write a little review on Facebook every time I see a movie. And um, this time I wrote, and uh, I don't write in English because it's not my mother tongue, and uh, I mean, speaking is difficult enough, and I don't (laughs) want to write like a child. Um, What I found interesting, and that had to do with the fact that uh, a few weeks ago I re-watched Stand By Me, and now it... Um, is that uh, Stephen King is very preoccupied with um, children um, being um, um, outside of the of the popular children being being the outcasts. Um, yeah, and being then, forced to grow up, and, and, and then going being together and being strong together. In this film, it was explicitly well. As long as we stay together, we can yeah, defeat this clown. Wasn't very subtle in that and, regard. And it was, I mean, like like in Stand by Me, there's the guy with the glasses who is the intellectual. There's the there's the um, 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 the bit silly one. This time there was an Afro American and a girl because we're in two thousand. 2017 and um, well the girl is in the book but oh okay i'm not sure if the black kid is actually black in the book i might not have gotten to that point yet because i have read like most of the present day stuff i mean it's nice but it 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 occurred to me that these are his themes apparently so he must have had a really bad childhood Uh, probably he'll he'll have some of those experiences to 
draw upon for the rest of his life to <laughs> That was a nice group. Rewrite. The girl was really good. That was oh, yes. lovely to to Sophia to Lillis s- is so well cast. Yeah, she looks great and she's she's yeah. All the kids are, are casted. And I mm-hmm. recognized the one from uh, Captain Fantastic. Yeah, you did. And I Yeah, did not, you were very surprised. I mean I'm I'm Sometimes I'm so good. Yeah, especially since we name. both What's his really name? didn't like the movie. So, what's his name? I don't remember. Okay, I well, really don't. Well, know. we we have to say it because when I mean at that time when I saw Captain Fantastic, I didn't like the movie at all. By the way, but um, then I thought this one son in Captain Fantastic, this could be the new River Phoenix, and now he was in it again. And um, I have this same feeling. This will be a really great actor. He has a he has a um, a presence on screen that's that's some something you cannot learn. He has this this. You see him. I mean, I recognized him. I don't know his name, but I saw immediately Nicholas Hamilton. Nicholas Hamilton. Remember the name. He'll be a great one. Yeah, he, he was the bully in this in this film, the, who goes off the deep end and kills his father, and yeah. Oh yeah, with the yeah, now I remember yeah. Yeah, with the big X, yeah. Which he really should have done in Captain Fantastic, because God, that would have improved the movie. <laughs> God, yeah, a lot of people liked it. It yeah. was a very deep movie, so I think we're not, our depth are not deep enough. Yeah, I, I think we, we just like, to it. We, I think we just don't like pretentious shit. That could be the case, yes. Speaking Probably. of pretentious shit, we also saw Mother. Oh my god, yes! Yes, I thought, well, it wasn't very horror-like, so let's go to real horror, because the trailer of Mother was so, wow... Yeah, it's tense and creepy and it has some, some interesting visuals. I mean, just the light bulb filling up with blood was like, ooh, that's, that's something new to me. Like, I, I, I enjoy this. This is going to be something special. I can see that Aronofsky has done something interesting. And then it's just a moment in the movie and not that. Meh. It was a shitty movie. <sighs> Don't go see Mother. Yeah. It's a world. waste of money. It's a waste of time. The world it's agrees. a waste of good actors. Definitely. It's it's pretentious bullshit. And as a Catholic, it's it's well too much. It's just too much. And it's 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 just well such an analogy. It's like a, trying to be a one on one metaphor that's just too on the nose that doesn't work because it leaves being a story on its own entirely behind and just throws it out the window and does weird shit. Well, what I liked about it, because I also liked it in a way, is because I think um, um, setting setting aside all the all the um, symbolism an- or symbolism of anel- anel- analogy, yeah, yeah, it's well um, at at at. At the surface level? Just no, at the, at the bottom. At the, the, at the bottom of the well, no. <laughs> what? Yeah, where it actually comes to. Oh, when, well, yeah, when it comes to it, like, at, at the... Uh, or the real theme, or what I saw in it, 
is just a story about how men treat women and how an artist well maybe how how all men are um, narcissists and an artist is an is an uh, super narcissist otherwise he wouldn't be an, art, an artist because a, a great, really great artist can only think of himself and is using people and is using his his wife in this case and um um this jewel um that he is so fond of is is his wife before that and now from her he has his second jewel and so he will go on um being admired by all the world and using women um to to, to get his rest so he can create yeah well, and that's a nice theme because that's what I see all around in reality. <laughs> well, and meanwhile, they eat a child, but I mean, it's not very interesting. It's, it's, but if you want to see it as, as uh, how men treat women in this society, it's quite a good, um, yeah, that would have been a more interesting movie. It's just a shame that it doesn't end up being about that and just. Are you sure? I think no, it's, it was about that. <laughs> no, I mean it's no, it's in there, but clearly when you end up with the whole scene with the masses and the the, the people and the yeah, of course, what he means probably is that the artist in our time is the new messiah, and um, and people are are worshiping um, the artists and the writers and the and um, that because religion has become less influential. Um, and, and society is getting, um, secularized. Yeah, secularized. Secularized. We need another, um, a new golden calf to, to worship. To worship. Yeah. And that's what the artist or, or all the, um, internet, uh, um, the vlogging, blogging, um, young people these days, um, are the new messiahs? I don't know. I mean, but if you put all the bullshit away, it's it's about um, uh, relationships between men and women, I guess. Yeah, it. I mean, that's that's where it was going, like in my mind as well. It's just that the end throws that under the bus and just does something else and goes completely biblical instead of having like the the beginnings are all very much about relationships between people. Mm-hmm. And there I was still thinking, like, oh, is she, like, has the title anything to do with, uh, her, her having miscarried or something with the thing in the toilet and who knows what? And is this going to be a drama about a woman? But I didn't know about all the biblical references that were going to be in it. And then it ends up being like, oh, we have a huge parallel of him being God and, and that being a son, she being Mother Earth, and it's just... Eh. Well, I didn't get that at all. She was To me, she wasn't Mother Earth. She was just a woman giving birth, and, and he let her down. But, my God, she was a nagging bitch. I mean, I would have left her also. She was all this... I mean, she has a relationship with a famous author... And then after a writer's block, he starts writing again, thank God. And he has his new book, and then he has to go on tour, of course, to, to well, not on, they yeah. come to him. He de- doesn't go on tour, they come to him. And then she's nagging all the time, you don't have time for me, we have to spend some time together. I mean, 
Don't get a man like that. Stupid, stupid, stupid woman. Well, that's how I saw it. Yeah, I still think he's a dick, but... Well, he is, he is, but she could have known that from the beginning. Uh, to some extent, but what he does is completely unreasonable. Like, just what the people do are is, is completely unreasonable. Like, the, the scenes with like the, the sink not being braced and them just tearing the house down... And that's, that to me was really unsettling just because I, I can relate to like, I would hate that. I would not be able to deal with that either. So So, many people in your house. No, of course not. Yeah, exactly. Like if that happened to me, I would feel pretty much like that woman felt. And I'd be, feel just as lost if my husband would just be a dick and not do anything about it that was in the beginning when when this first man came and then the uh, yeah okay it builds up over time Mm -hmm. but that's the theme throughout yes but uh, i mean the 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 scene that made the 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 most impression on me is when she for the 30th time says throw them out let us be together and then he says no i can't miss them i need them that was the only th- true sentence, I guess, in the whole film. Yeah, no, absolutely. He needs the admiration. He needs his fans. He needs to be this great writer. And it isn't enough for him to, to, to have his wife who, whereas she is the one who makes it possible for him to write. Hmm. And I think that does really obviously translate to God and Earth, but still. Hmm. Well, Why else is the kid in there? <laughs> to get torn be... apart as a as a horror scene and people like it. Because that was the scene where I thought, this is disgusting. Yeah, but that's But it was short enough to get over it. Yeah, no, exactly. And to me that's that's barely horror. It's just ugh. But I mean, what's a child of God and Mother Earth? Humanity. We tear down humanity or what? No, humanity are the masses, are the people who come to worship him. So what's the child? If she's Mother that's, Earth. That's the Messiah. She could be she could be Mary as well, I suppose. I saw her as Mary. Yeah, that works too. Then no, the house is Earth. But it's much more interesting to look at him like he's like he's um he's um the father of Oedipus. He doesn't want that son because he could be greater than he, and he wants to be the big guy. I didn't see him as yeah, but God that's, at that's all. Still, there's, at there's, all. That's not Oedipal. Like, I mean, the kid doesn't survive, so. No, but that's what uh, Oedipus' father also wanted. Well, he failed, but. Yeah, but that's. <laughs> then you could have just picked any kid that gets thrown name? by Kronos? the wolves. Kronos? Kronos, no. Who's Love. the father of Oedipus? Oh, I wouldn't know. Uh, I don't remember. You should know. Yeah, probably, but he's not as interesting. I mean, no. he's just the king of Thebes, I believe, and that's all I need to know. Kronos is the father of Zeus, and I thought you were yeah. going there because of patricide and stuff, but that's not Well, Zeus related. is not a good example. I mean, he also... He, no, 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 Would have been eaten, no, but no. No big um, man wants to share his admiration. Except then with a lot of women that don't want to share most of the time. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I don't know what that was. I'm glad you could see it as Zeus, but not as God. That's, that's how that works. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a Catholic, you know. 
I, uh... <laughs> I'm very stubborn, is what you're trying to say? <laughs> yes, that too. That too. Okay. No. Nope, the house being Mother Earth and it being Earth no, and the being... the child was the Messiah, I think. Yeah. I don't know. He was the Messiah. No. I, I mean, you're Aronofsky, Catholic. I don't get it. I just, just don't get it. I he probably this, didn't get it either. This was a great it's name, and well. I thought this would be a really great movie, but it was really... Yeah, I had high hopes, too, because I expected something better from Aronofsky. Yeah. But, well, he failed big time. Yeah. Not to me. He got, mean, a, he got an cinema a- score. The world agrees with us. Oh. So we are not... We're not original. Against it's not like all no all audiences agree this was shit. I thought it a really great movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be mainstream and agreeing with everyone else. I thought I had a I had an, an opinion, a yeah, real. You do. An opinion. It's of just myself. not a very original one. You also saw a movie last night. Was that last night? Was it the day before? Friday. Friday. Friday night. I saw Victoria and Abdul, uh, a BBC production. Um, at the end, I saw it was uh, directed by Stephen Frears, and I was uh, quite surprised by that because I know Stephen Frears as making really um, films that criticize society and 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 um, interesting films. And this was, um, well, it was an interesting film, but it... It wasn't as socially relevant, it was just... It's not as, no. It, it Well, it's about Queen Victoria, who is beautifully played by Dame Judi Dench, who does, who does a marvellous job. Um, I mean, the, the pictures I know from Queen Victoria, how she looked, she's, she's the exact image. Um... And and she, she really plays it really nicely. And I like costume dramas, so it's nice to see the court and all the people there. And um, what I didn't know about Queen Victoria, but what I did know about um, Sissy uh, Elizabeth II of Austria, that who who suffered from anorexia, and um, that that the um, uh, court rulings were as soon as the queen the, the the empress stops eating, everybody else has to stop eating, and then you see Queen Victoria who eats like a like. <laughs> Like a peasant with her hands and eats a lot of, she's very fat also. She eats a lot and very fast. And, um, and, and there's uh, over a hundred people at the banquet and she gets uh, the food first. So she starts mm. and everyone else get their plates. And by the time the last one, number 100 gets her plate, she's ready and all the plates are taken off again because mm. the empress is ready. That's sort of funny. Well, and she gets her, her, her servant from India. And, um, well, yeah, it's, 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 it's not a great movie, but it was amusing. And it, um, I hope, I mean, at least it made me think. I don't know if that counts for all the people who were there <laughs> that evening, because there's a lot of, um, prejudice against, um, the, the, the people from India. Um, and, and it's, it's depicted quite funny. So you can laugh and not think, which I hope most of people 
no, I fear most of the people just laugh and mm. don't think. But f- to me, it was a bit of a bit awkward. I mean, yeah. you know, it was. It, we are talking about the eighteen, no, nineteen eight, eight, I guess, or nineteen yeah, early twentieth century. Yeah. Sure. Um, so it was quite common at that time, but um, you shouldn't laugh out that loud uh, in these times, I guess. But what I mean, okay. They are talking all this time about the Hindus and the Hindus, and they are putting them into um, costumes that's supposed to be Indian. Mm. And um, then this guy, Abdul, says, well, but we don't wear it like this. said, no, but we make it like this because it has to look authentic. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, scenes like that. And Abdul is is getting befriended with... um, with uh, the empress and they get a, a special relationship between them and of course all the the other ones at the court um hate him for that mm, yeah and as soon as she dies it's it's terrible for him and uh, well anyway i i won't spoil it the whole story but um it was splendid actors um nice to see beautiful costumes um but as I say, oh yeah, they are talking about the Hindus all this time, and then halfway the film, he says, "Well, I'm not a Hindu; I'm a Muslim." <laughs> <laughs> but you know, yeah, yeah, it was a nice, nice. But it also could have been on television. Yeah, it's, it's BBC, but yeah, yeah, it's it's not something I would have just gone to probably. No, that's that's you why went. I didn't. I I went to see uh, Kingsman. One the, and two. Yeah, there was a marathon at our local cinema, which uh, showed both of them, uh, one after the other. And it was nice, because I, I hadn't seen one since I saw it the first time, which was probably a couple of years back. Um, so I, I I had a good time, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not even sure if I could really compare the two. Well, like when I went to the marathon of, of Guardians of the Galaxy, I was like, okay, the second one is clearly the inferior movie. And not everyone agrees with me on that, but I I liked it a lot less. And in this case, I was just like, yeah, okay, it's more of the same, but it's not necessarily less strong for it. It's still what I should have expected. Um, and should I go and see it, or is it nothing for me? It's it's a ton of fun. It's not something you would have picked on your own, I don't think, and. I'm not sure if you'll appreciate it as much without having seen the first one. That's sort of the only thing. So I suggest we just watch the first one sometime together, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then then you can Decide guess if the second one is, go, even, yeah. is even worth it. Okay. Well, so we went to the cinema together, but into separate... Um, yeah, screens, like uh, di- yeah. different hallways. and Yeah. We all had a good time. <laughs> yes, we had. Well, uh, I hope next time I'll be uh, more fit than I'm now. Yeah. At least you can watch movies while sick. You know, recording is harder, but no matter yeah, how sick but, you get. <laughs> yes, but Netflix is a bit big, big... Um, Time commitment, yeah. Con- con- competition? Competition. Competitor, uh, yeah. Competitor, because now I'm watching a beautiful British series originally for Netflix, Marcella. Go and see it. If you like uh, The Killing, you will like Marcella also. And uh, I need to get to two episodes. <laughs> 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 to 
to know who the killer is. Uh, I love thrillers. I'm not so much of a comic fan. I'm sorry. Maybe I should start a podcast about thrillers. Well. Oh, uh, anyway, I hope thrillers. people out there are not getting bored by us. And um, there's one thing I really need to say because um, listening back to my podcasts, I don't know how it happens, but every time I I feel like I come out like an old right wing um, terrible person, um, which I like to think I'm not. I, I'd uh, hope you're more progressive than you occasionally I'm, I'm, sound, but you come I, across as I see myself as a very left-wing person all my life. Um, so I don't know quite why this happens, but I think it's a generation thing, maybe. It's still words that come out of your mouth. <laughs> I think I'm getting old. It might be that. It's true. People say when you're getting older, you're getting more, you, you move to the right so maybe I'm I'm just mainstream. Oh my god, it's the second time today. I'm mainstream. Yeah. I'm not I'm not it won't go I always thought the grain. it was something special. I thought it was a salmon going against the stream, but well, well quit being so conservative then. Adapt. Go against that. <laughs> Well, what I'm I'm telling you, what I'm telling you about uh, Victoria and Abdul, maybe I I wouldn't have seen that as as um, problematic without me. And without this um, film about um, the the creation of the of the Apollo project. Oh, Um, hidden figures. Hidden figures, and um, so maybe my awareness is growing. Yeah. Well, let's hope so. I mean, that that would be nice if those movies do their job and and reach an audience that doesn't mm-hmm. quite realize the issues. Yeah, because I think a lot of people could um, could laugh out loud for Victoria and Abdul because they are still thinking like this. Yeah, and they um, don't, don't quite know get the what is difference wrong. between a Hindu and a Muslim or between Hindi and Urdu. Um, what was nice, by the way, is that Victoria learned Urdu from him. I don't know if that's um, historically, accurate. historically accurate, but it was nice to see that. Well, and today we just found out that 13.5% of the voters in Germany have voted for the Alternative für Deutschland, which is Jesus a Christ. very right-wing um, party, and I'm really, really concerned. Yeah, you should be. There Making, was a wonderful seeing podcast. that happen in in Germany. It's mm. it's it's, it's terrible, ridiculous. But I'm really really glad that Merkel uh, won, and I hope she can make a coalition that will work. Because uh, Europe is um, the world is divided. Yeah, not going uh, not in going the right in the right direction. direction. No. Wow. Wow. Jinx. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, wow, that's a good ending. <laughs> lovely. We can't top that. There was a wonderful podcast episode of Reveal about the, the German election and, and that party and, mm-hmm. and the rise of, of hate and, and bigotry. Uh, even, even there where, I mean, after World War II, they did a lot of stuff to try and, and prevent this from happening, essentially. And a lot of stuff is, is straight up forbidden that isn't even necessarily a, a felony elsewhere so mm-hmm. it's it's really sad to see even them sort of fall to this level yes because there are, is still a mass of people that that 
believes this stuff. Yeah, but it also has its grounds in the in the poverty and the the feeling um, definitely um, powerless of of a lot of people, and especially in the former Eastern Germany, mm. where of course in the socialist state was no such thing as um, Vergangenheitsbewältigung like it was in in uh, in Western Germany in in the DDR and in English yeah. it's called uh, yeah probably different but but German, East Germany yeah GDR probably GDR I think people were taught that um, those Germans in the West were the Nazis and they mm. were the socialists and they were the good ones it wasn't that black and white as I tell it now but this is what also um, plays a big role like I think mm. and and uh, that's, the way that's Germany the source of a lot of it one. yeah I mean it's it's still heartbreaking but there is a <clears> lot of <throat> causes for it and it's it, it's in part definitely that that powerlessness that sort of makes people want to have others even below them and and something to look down upon because at least I have my my whiteness and and yeah there has to be a, a, scapegoat. a scapegoat yeah well that's uh, the same um, reflex that made uh, Trump president of the United States I guess. absolutely and it's the same one that cost a lot of Holocaust yes so well let's end in mineur. Yeah. And get the grab to eat. Yeah, let's let's see. Get a bite. Um, guys, you can find us on Twitter at Remote Stealing. You can send us an email uh, at stealingtheremote at gmail.com. Uh, write us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. You know how to find us. Uh, interact with us. We love it. And uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah, we will. I'll be better then. I'm more funny. <laughs> Undoubtedly. Bye. Bye. Well, there's not much to say about this. No, I, I, I'm, I'm checking my notes because okay. there's stuff I wanted to share, but there's not. Okay, okay. There's, there's not really a, a, a segue now. <laughs> um, was. R- Beautifully played by. Um, Good job. <laughs> beautifully played by Dame. Um, I can, I can, I can call it. I'll look it up. Oh, error. Seriously, it's Judy Dench. Yeah, Judy Dench. You couldn't come up with like that's the Dame only Dame Judy Dench. You cut it out. I, I say it again. Um, <laughs>